don't you like this? I'm Seb. And I'm Molly. And this is our podcast. When we first met, we thought we were basically the same person, united by our love of Scooby-Doo and NPR Tiny Desk and Patches and Manchester Orchestra. But three years in, we've realised that we have just as many differences. And that's what this podcast is. Each episode will be diving into a topic, exploring how one of us likes it and, more importantly, asking the other. Why don't you like this? I remember you was conflicted, misusing your influence. Sometimes I did the same. So this episode we're going to be talking about Kendrick Lamar. Ever since we first came up with the idea for the podcast, this was one of the episodes we knew we were going to do. We even considered making it the first episode. I'd say alongside The Simpsons is probably one of our most debated topics. And I'd say we've been debating it since we first got together. Really, I think the crux of it was when I said that Kendrick Lamar was robbed of the Grammy for Best Album by Taylor Swift, which I still stand by. So, Kendrick Lamar is always a talking point because... I feel like Seb sees in him what I see in Eminem. Do you reckon? The spokesman for your people. Yeah. I think... Or for uh, a group of people that you associate yourself with. I think what I think what really draws me to conversation about Kendrick Lamar is that there are very few contemporary rappers that you can make an argument for as being a top ten of all time and not be laughed at. I think he's one of the only ones you can take seriously. Um, but I guess we'll talk about that in, in the, the next part. So we've talked a lot on the podcast before about our love of Kanye West. I know you also love one Eminem album, despite pretending that you're a big Eminem fan. But which contemporary rappers do you think are serious contenders for the best at the moment or could be considered one of the top ten of all time? I don't know, because I feel like... Up until the recent album, I guess you could say Chance. Yeah. Like, I reckon Chance would have been up there. Of all time, though? Maybe not of all time. But it's hard, because even Kendrick, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't have ever heard of Kendrick unless I met you. But a lot of... Because I never remember hearing anything... The only thing I remember hearing about the Grammys is when you said that Kendrick was snuffed for first place or something. But I think anyone making a serious list, if not top 10, they would at least put Kendrick as top 20 rappers of all time. And we can say, oh, Kanye West, Kanye West. But I think the thing with Kanye West is it's not his rapping ability alone that makes him great and his lyricism alone. It's his ability to work with other people and make music and work as a producer that I think qualifies him as such a great musician. Whereas I think Kendrick is on his lyricism and his rapping ability alone. So really, if you as an audience think of who you would consider the big names in rap, who would go down in history, it'd be hard for you to name rap artists. Or if you're a fan of rap music. I think even if you're a fan of rap music, it's hard to judge who's the best at something. I guess, but a lot of common names that get thrown around. You've got Nas, you've got Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z. But these aren't contemporary. No, and that's what I mean. I don't think there are many other serious contenders for contemporary best rapper. Yeah, it's hard to pinpoint someone as the greatest or something. I'd say the only other name I see thrown around a lot is Pusha T. But I, d- I wouldn't have a clue who Pusha T is if you didn't know. tell me who yeah, he is. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Kendrick does have a 
broader cultural reach. But I don't know, because I would have never heard of him without you. I think by this point you would have heard the name Kendrick Lamar. I don't think I would. Um, well, one of the tracks that we listened to, so we listened to some stuff from across his career, one track from Section 80, a couple from Good Kid, Mad City, Good Handful from Twin Butterfly, which is my personal favourite, and a few tracks from Damn. We also listened to his guest feature on the song Control by Big Sean. In that, he takes shots at all the biggest names of that period. You know, Tyler, the creators, your Mac Miller, Pusha T, Meek Mill, Drake, and none of them really responded because they all knew that if they would, there's no way they could outdo Kendrick Lamar. He goes hard on that song. Um, so... I feel like you started me at the beginning, worked to modern day. Yeah. I felt as it progressed, it's, it got worse and worse. Do you reckon? I think it started off quite strong. Do you like Rigor Mortis? I was... I was whatever the first song was, I was jamming a bit. I felt like it started off in a direction where I was quite interested to see where it went. What do you think by Good Kid, Mad City era? Uh, I think that was better than To Pimp a Butterfly, but I think it wasn't that interesting. So what did you like more about Good Kid or Rigor Mortis than the stuff on To Pimp a Butterfly? I don't know, I just felt it got more political. Yeah, but is that a bad thing? Mm. Made it more uninteresting to listen to. I guess for you personally, but do you not like any musicians making a critique of the world? Not really. What about when Kanye West does it? Mm, I don't really... The only critique of Kanye's I think I think is quite funny is when he makes the critique of college culture. And I think I find that funny because I myself see that critique of college culture... But what about, um, what's the one song where he goes, um, where he talks about his, his cousin being blacker than licorice now? Say he can't get a job because he's too now. Because his skin is back, blacker than licorice he's too now. What? Oh, I didn't know that. When does, in what song is that? It's one on the first album. Oh, I didn't know. I think it's um, literally the second, like the first proper song on the album. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't ever pinpoint that out of the music like I don't listen to Kanye to be politically moved I guess so I think that's the difference in music is I don't look at it to see a critique of the world I look at it to have a good time what about the songs from Damn then because those weren't political I I they were well, they were boring as well. Way more, way less political than what was Tom to Pimper Butterfly. They were just though. boring. What about his verse on Control? There was no politics in that. Mm. That one was alright, but Big Sean was the best part of the song was Big Sean. Do you reckon? Yeah, I didn't. The <laughs> thing with Kendrick is he starts off doing a normal verse, and then for some reason it sounds like his balls have dropped and his voice gets like. Yeah, he's just, he can rap in different cadences. And I'm like, what? I'm not listening to Danny Brown. Well, he's got several different cadences that he uses. Mm, just not, not about it. In that Control song, halfway through his verse, it sounded like it was a different person. So you said that you feel like it gets worse as the further you go along. Do you think worse or just less interesting to you personally? I don't know. I felt like at the beginning I thought... Oh, this has some merit. Like, I'm not. It's not something I would listen to, 
but I can see I can see links to Kanye's work. Like I kind of see that there's some artistic merit there. Like in the first song we listened to. Yeah. What about by the time it got to the second and third song? I mean, with it was the homies, the... and then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was a bit silly. The first song was pretty good. Yeah, where he talks about robbing someone and stealing the Nintendo and stuff. Yeah, but I wouldn't have even noticed that that's what he was talking about unless you told me. Well, you weren't paying attention then. I was paying attention. It's pretty blunt in the lyrics. I don't know what he's saying. Honestly, none... I didn't... When you said, did you pick out what rappers he was talking about in that song, I was listening. I wasn't even on the iPad at this point. I didn't have a clue what he was chatting about. I was like, did he even mention any rappers? The only one I got was Eminem. So you didn't like um, you didn't like to pimp a butterfly at all, or the what you heard of it. No, I just the thing is when I go, I think we look we see music as a different outlet. Yeah. To me, I just go in it. I want to just listen to something kind of uplifting, or even if it's not uplifting, it makes me feel emotions. But I enjoy music that on that made level me feel, as well. Made me feel angry. What's wrong with that? Ma- I don't ang- wanna, I don't... Angry at what? Angry at the system? Angry at Kendrick? Just angry at everything. In it's, what way? I don't know. It's just music about how bad life is. But sometimes we need someone to say that. To say the system isn't working. But what, sy- what about the system isn't working? Because people are still living every day. Yep. So something must be working. Well, why are so many black men being killed by police officers in the street unarmed? Someone needs to be talking about I it. I think this whole thing with black people being shot on the street Careful is... Careful you don't come off racist. Not As not a racist. As someone who dates a mixed race person, so I am your, not a racist. That's your get-out-of-jail pre-cut. Go on. <laughs> am I excused now? Can okay, I say yeah, what I need to say? you got an M-word pass. Okay, I've got the M-word pass. I just... I feel like it's a hyped-up issue. And maybe it is extreme, but I think because we live in somewhere where we don't experience it, I don't understand the severity of it. But you know that it is happening. Yeah, but I know that people getting sold off as sex slaves yeah, doesn't and... mean I'm. It doesn't mean like it's something that I think about in a day to day situation. I've never even thought of the fact that probably thousands of people in this country have been sold off as sex slaves. But you don't hear you don't hear Lady Gaga doing a new album going Oh fuck the police. They are not sorting out these people selling women for trafficking. But people saying fuck the police has been going back as far as NWA. Probably even yeah, earlier. But I just don't understand. Taking one issue, something that's bad in the world and making a whole album about it. But that's How, not what the whole album is. You heard the poem that he reads. So much of that is in, is introspective. A lot of it is about his I feelings thought, of having left, left where he I came thought, from. To be fair, to I did think that poem was pretty good. Yeah. But I just... What about the whole interview with Tupac? Bit at the yeah, end? I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. It was quite well done, wasn't it? Mm, it was kind of a bit cheesy. A little bit, but... I think the thing is, I don't want music that constantly makes you feel down. I don't want to listen to someone who's just in one place all the time. And what about Told Slant? Yeah, but Told Slant's Told Slant. No yeah, one what, goes to. What place is Told Slant in? 
Yeah, but Toll Slant doesn't get nominated for Grammys. But who else is there that can express something that's not, yay, the world is good? And well, Toll Slant! Yeah, but so then what, also. Is Toll Slant going to be but nominated also have for Grammys? That critical acclaim? Who else is able to do that? Well, Toll Slant should be able to do that. But their music doesn't have the ability to appeal to a wider audience. They've got a very niche Why? sound. Because it's a very niche sound that a lot well, of people... Well, so is, Khan, good so to is Kendrick. Ears. Well, clearly not, because he's become very popular. Yeah, just because something's a niche sound doesn't mean it can't become popular. I suppose. Everything's well, that's the definition niche. of niche. Yeah, but everything is a niche at one point. I guess, but I don't think that Told Slant is a sound that's going to develop outwards, and you don't think so either. No, but I'm saying, why should Kendrick get a free pass and Told Slant cannot? Why can Tolstant not be nominated for Grammys? Do you want Tolstant to be nominated well, for yes! Grammys? Well, yes! Because more people would be listening to Tolstant and you wouldn't get to feel cool for listening to them. No. Aside it's, from the Grammys. It just annoys me. He's hugely popular. Yeah, but it's annoying. And who else is hugely popular with something about the world to say? They need to stop poking the dying dog because it's getting fucking sick and tired of it. It's still an issue that's happening. Yeah, but so is everything. Yeah, and not everyone can talk about everything all the time. If someone wants to talk about one thing, then why shouldn't they? I just think making that the main thing about your personality as a musician. But it is. Literally every album is. That was only about half of that. Every album is like a 14 year old kid moaning. Good kid, Man City. Because they found out people were racist in the world. Man City wasn't about that. Man City is just about his life growing up in Compton and what it's like in that environment it's not necessarily saying you know oh the world is terrible it's saying this is what I grew up in and it's tough and it's a realistic portrait of what that is yeah I just what's different between that and say Eminem there isn't but I don't like Eminem that much what's different between that and Recovery which is just a song I guess an album about Eminem finally coming back from a period of significant drug abuse what because he calls that to himself he's I the thing with Eminem is everything Eminem does apart from that one recovery album annoys the shit out of me so why it do you talk about him as if he's good because that album is one of the best that album is going to go down in rap history that is if not top I'd say top five albums Eminem that album fans is. don't even like that album well, You're the a, only this, one. And you've got to admit, Cold Wind Blows, Cold Wind Blows, absolute tune. That is a tune. Cinderella Man, mate, these are ballers now. Love the Way You Lie is on that one. Absolute tune. Cinderella Man, yet again, I'm going to ma- mention it, because that song is legit. What's legit about it? Well, it's, it's so good. It's got a little Wayne on that What's album. It's about? It's... What is it? Cinderella man, Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> what can you name about the song apart from the hook? Oh, it's just tune. You know that album. I've even played that album I to you and you think it's good. I dislike the album. It's, it's enjoyable. But I don't think it necessarily goes much beyond that. It's, it's good. It's not a bad album. But uh, put into account... This album I've been listening to for years and years on end. So if you first heard it for the first time now and you've never heard it before, you probably wouldn't be into it. I probably wouldn't be into it. But for me, it has an emotional depth to it 
because I listened to it as a kid. Whereas Kendrick, to Kendrick as a kid, so you uh, can't what like his kids music. would listen to Kendrick? He's not the main music. Kids, for kids who are slitting their wrists every day. The kids shouldn't be listening to Eminem either. Kids should be listening to Eminem. Get an education on the history of rap. Absolutely, should be listening to Eminem. They should be listening to that album piece by piece. They should all have a copy. It should be mandatory as you get into year ten. You get given a copy of this. And you get to analyse Little Wayne's verse. Because you, mate, you've got to admit, Little Wayne on that album is good. And the bit where he says, put my dick in the dirt and fuck I'm it. I'm not fucking around. I'm not fucking around. That is so um, good. That doesn't even mean anything. Oh, it's so good. When it gets to the end of the decade, which is fast coming up, every best albums of the decade list... Kendrick, Timber Butterfly is going to be number one. It's not going to be a, a number one. It's going one. to be what? every serious critical list. What, on Anthony Fantano's list? Is that on what you're trying to say? On the Rolling Stones list, on Pitchfork's no, list, you on mean, NME. It's on, not going to be number one on everyone's. It it's going to be... No, it's not. Or at the very least top it's gonna five It's going to be like Taylor every... Swift. You know it is. Not No, serious music publications. What? Pitchfork? Are you trying to... Are you pissing with me? The Guardians. the Guardians is going to be Father John Misty, mate. It's not going to be Father John Misty. Yes, it is. It's going to be Father John Misty. Regardless, the point is... So we've got Matt DeMarco on Pitchfork. We've got Father John Misty on Guardian. What, on Rolling Stones? They're probably going to say it's the new Green Day album. Anthony Fantano is going to be the only one who says to Pimp Butterfly's number one. Music fans even, are going to be putting Even ARTV's going to be bollocking that. He's going to be saying, nah, fam, you're wrong. It's a new Paranormal album. Regardless, a lot of people see it as a huge achievement of an album. Do you not think they're no, it's not right that, to see that? It's not that much of a huge achievement if, if he didn't even win a fucking Grammy for it. He won Best Rap Album. Did he, though? Because he didn't win against Taylor Swift. Yeah, he didn't win Best Album of the Year, and he should have. And I think a lot of people think he should have. No. What album was it against? That 1980s? Yeah, which is going to be a forgettable album that no one's going to remember. No, that is such a better album. Shake It Off, Blank Space. What, two songs better than any of the songs on Pimper Art Butterfly? Which I couldn't even name one. So how how many songs from any other artist have become a chant of political movements? Yeah, but this... We're going to be all right. This, I've already spoken to Seb about. Say you've got a cause. Yeah. And the main thing that you're chanting at your cause event is, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Or all right. Yeah, it's not saying we're currently all right, though. They it's are saying currently in the fine. end we're going to be all right. They're fine. They're living every day. They're not dying. The majority... This is the thing with this... People... These shoot these uh, people being killed by police. Is it the majority? The majority of what? Of black people getting shot down by the police. It's no, a dangerously be, high number. No, it will be a very small amount. It'll be a small amount. But that doesn't mean it's not worth saying something because it says something more about our culture that that's what's happening. I just don't understand why one issue has been pinpointed as such a ridiculous issue. There's probably more people being sex trafficked in the United States than there are being killed by police brutality, and you don't hear anyone even mentioning that. I'm not saying they shouldn't mention that. By all means, they should mention it. But why is no one doing that? Oh, Lady Gaga does it. Best album. Lady... 
Who's What's It does it? Best album. No. No one should do an album about well, it because it's not If a they could do it and topic. make it good, then it would. Also, Kendrick's not the only person talking about police brutality. It's just boring. And that's not what the whole album is. A lot of it's the album boring. is him realising that he's made it out of the hood and then suddenly feeling this regret of, you know, I'm yeah, not that's real not, anymore. That's not what I would necessarily see from that album. Well, what did you get from the poem? I remember was, you was conflicted, misusing your influence. Sometimes it's the same. I did the same. I found myself screaming at the hotel walls. Like, I guess it was... It's an introspective theme that runs throughout the album. So I think the poem was alright. I'm not going to lie to you. It reminded me of the chance poem that he does at the beginning of his set on the NPR Tiny Desk. Yeah, except the chance one isn't really about anything. No, but the chance one's ten times better. Strange that, isn't it? How Chance can make one of the worst albums of the year, but you can still write a better poem. But you do know that you're in the minority in feeling this way about Kendrick. I don't know if I am. I think I it's think just posers. Are. I think the reason Down got so big was the same reason 21 Pilots got so big. Which is? Which is, it's about 90% 13-year-olds who have seen it as a meme and then they've hooked onto it. No. I disagree. Yeah, because even Shelby knew what Dan was. Yeah, because and Shelby that's how would big have his reach has gotten. Shelby would have literally been like seven or eight at the time. And this is my brother. And he knew Shelby what Dan was. Do you know how old Shelby is? He wasn't eight two years ago. He was nine. Definitely not seven. He's ten. He He's turned 11. ten this year. No, he turned eleven. Fuck. Cut that bit out. So it, Shelby would have been listening to it when he was like nine-ish. Or like young Young age. And he knew what Dan was. But and the it, same way he knew what Heaven was by 21 Pilots. But Pimp a Butterfly was huge when it came out. I'd never even heard of it. Yeah, in the music circles it was huge. In the same music circles that I was I was in, you're talking to me like I'm some, some kind of alien that didn't overlap with any music that you listened to. This is the thing. Well, then Seb I don't know how it's about, possible that Seb you talks didn't about hear music. people talking about Butterfly. Seb talks about music that we both that we both were in the same circles as at the same time, and he talks about it as if I'm an alien life form who's never heard of it. But you've said you don't like the idea of looking at music and analysing it. You just want to listen to music to feel something. Yeah, sometimes I just want to listen to music. But that's not the point of every album. But it should be. I would read. The Da Vinci Code or the Bible if I wanted something to say something. But I don't. But most books say I'd something. I'd probably be reading Kipper's Big Day Out, if what? I'm honest. Because it doesn't say nothing. Well, it doesn't make you smart, then. It doesn't make me smart, and I'm not saying I'm smart. But I don't feel like I should listen to music to become a smarter entity. It's not about and being smarter. have a it's... higher intelligence over But do you else. think it's worth being, like, knowing what's going on in the world? I know what's going on in the world. Enough. But what's, what stimulus has been given to you that makes you think about what's going on in the world? I don't need any stimulus. I learn from I learn from what I occasionally see on the front papers of the news. I, the thing is with me, I don't like knowing what's going on in the world because it's depressing. But there are things going on in the world and they matter. But everything matters. Countdown matters. Doesn't mean I'm going to watch 10 Why episodes. Why does Countdown matter? Countdown matters, okay? I'm talking to you about a very influential British TV show. Do not mistake its place in the role of British television history. 
I'm just saying... It feels like that's quite a callous analogy to say countdown matters just as much as the fact that black people are being killed in the street and facing oppression every day. But white people get oppression in other places. Yeah, and let a white person sing about it. You don't hear me making an album going, mate, white lives matter. No, you don't see me doing it. You don't see anyone else do it. Because if someone did that, everyone would be like, Oh, you're disgusting. I can't believe you're comparing the in you can't believe you're comparing the tragedies that are happening to black people the same to white people. Well, I imagine a lot of sex trafficking, which is an issue I'm coming back to because I saw a stupidly high statistic the other day about it. Yeah. Ridiculous. But a lot of it's gonna be white people. Yeah. Yeah. But if I was to say, Oh, you know, Black Lives Matter, but also this is probably just as people bad. People would say, yeah, we people agree. People would be like, nah, because white people haven't been slaves before, you because know what I'm saying? Because people aren't saying that what Black Lives Matter, as in, say, Black Lives, is the only cause of the matter. No, but it just annoys me that they're focused on one issue when they but can't yeah, see the bigger picture. On it's no not, No one though. can focus on every single issue at the but same it's time. not. There's a bigger picture. And it's not always about one group of person. It's about oppression as a whole. Yeah, but you it face the issue that's in front of you. You can't tackle every single issue all the time. You can't, but oppression of one group of people, it's more important to look at, at oppression as a whole, oppression of, you know, police brutality, then you've got to see, you know, brutality in prisons, then you've got to see sex trafficking, do you know what I mean? Like, all this stuff is all oppression... But why are we only focused on one thing? And then if you say something else, it's you get attacked for saying something because you're not focused on another issue. Do you know what I mean? So aside from the one line, we hate Popo, wanna kill us dead in the street for sure, when else on the tracks from To Pimp Butterfly or any other stuff was he mentioning specifically oppression? As opposed to just the black experience. It just, it just, yeah, but that's the whole thing, the black experience. Yeah, and a lot of it is even, not even necessarily in a bad way. A lot of it is, you know, like I... the whole sonic palette of the album. It's made from black art forms. It's hip-hop, it's jazz, it's soul. But if I was to say the, the white experience, that would conjure up images of privilege, of, you know, white picket fences, all this shit. Why can white people not go through the same issues? Because when is it a situation where it's because you're white that that's happening as opposed to... Well, racism is happening against whites because they're white, because they're not black. Give me an example. Well, everyone who's going against white people and saying how they're all... all, Say white men. Oh, you haven't got any problems, you're white straight male. Yeah, but a lot of people will acknowledge that that's no. A lot of people don't, and it's going to be the same people. It's going to be the same people who say Black Lives Matter that are going, "You horrible white white straight male! You don't understand any problems. You've never had a problem in your life." Well, you know, people do say this. Say you know this. No, people say white lives matter as well. Those weren't the people that came to say something when there was a white man killed by a police officer. It was the same Black Lives Matter people. That we're talking up about it. How None do of we the, know? Because it, that's what that's what was reported. That's how. Yeah, what reported by who? That's what we saw online. But I, this is the thing. It's just it's just an issue that I just don't care about. Okay, but so let's move on from that. But what about Kendrick as a rapper? It just isn't interesting. What about his technical ability? 
Yeah, it's f- mm. it's fine when he's in a normal voice. When he starts doing that stupidly deep voice, where it sounds like he's talking through one of those, you know, alien megaphones. What about his cadence and the way he's able to rap? It just doesn't do anything for me. What about the instrumentals he uses? Like, the instrumentals are alright. They're what? interesting. Like... The King Kunta instrumental with the swelling. Yeah, that one Who has that one has like that? that one has grown on me. And anyone that's using that post twenty fifteen is using it because of Kendrick. But this is the thing. So it's not bad music. Yeah. Like the beats are good, and I think he has got something there. It's just for me, I can't listen to it and not think about bigger issues, and I don't go into music looking. To be thinking about something. But why can't some of it be this, some of it be that? Why can't... Why? Because I just can't. It's just... With music like that, it's just not easy to shut off. So why is it different for films than it is for music? Because I just, I just don't enjoy music the same way I enjoy films. Like a film like Short Term 12. It's very specifically about mental health. Yeah, but... I don't know. I feel like Short Term 12 has something more... Original to say than that album did. What does it have that's original to say that's not been said before in Short Term 12? I don't know. I feel like you don't really see... Well, I don't know. You don't really see films about kids in, like, foster homes, really. Like, I can't think of another one where I like see... Tracy Beaker. It's not yeah, film, I was going to say Tracy Beaker, but that's a TV show. Like the movie Orphan, where they take her home and she's actually... Yeah, but that's evil. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I can't think of a so, sad but film. Why, why do you why do you not mind it in films, but you do mind it in music? Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's because I can relate to the characters in Short Term Twelve, whereas I can't relate to the characters that Kendrick portrays. Like it means, and I don't want to sound mean, but like it's an issue that I live in the UK. I don't see a difference between white and black. That's because there's, there's no not, black people around you. Yeah, but there's no, there's not, there's not the same racism in here is there is in there do you know what i'm saying you've lived as a mixed race person you said you've never had anyone be racist to you apart from that one time when i was in milo waiting for you while you were being a carer what and people were looking at you and someone and people were coming up and asking what i was doing i was just drawing in a sketchbook yeah but they were fucking weird so imagine this town Fucking the weirdest town I've ever been in. It's a part in. of Brighton. That's it's a part known of Brighton. It's a very rough area. It's known as rough, but I don't know how it's known as rough because everyone who lives there is about 80 years old. I literally didn't see anyone younger than about 80. And they were all fucking weird. They were like peeking out their windows as I was walking by, like literally peeking out the windows. And then I went to care for this one woman, and her next door neighbour, as I approached, literally got over the wall and was like staring at me watching me to see what I was doing and I was trying to get the key safe out and he was like watching my every move about to pounce I was like what the fuck the weird it's a weird place it's a shame but I, don't, I don't think that was because they were being racist well I don't know do you think because they would have come no, up with me no people that aren't white in in my Luke. I don't know, seen. but they were coming... They That man looking at me like that, they had their windows fucking open. But for it to happen several times to me, while I was sat there drawing a sketchbook, people looking at me as if I was up to something. I think it may have been because it was such a weird area, there was literally no kids. I mean, maybe, but that's... 
a time where I the very least felt like a bit of an outsider. Maybe I am being discriminated against. Maybe this is because of this. But this is what I mean. Like you've gone through your whole life, and this is the one instance where you feel like you've been discriminated yeah. against. Whereas I, as a white person, as a white woman, I've had more times than that. But they're not because you're white. I don't know though. When do you feel like you've been discriminated against specifically because you're white? I don't know. Like, by all means, you know, women face a level of discrimination as well. And no one's saying that they're not. No, it's... it's. But this is the thing. It's when you start seeing yourself <laughs> as things on a checklist. Oh, were they dis- discriminating against me because I was white? Is it because I'm, is it of my size? Is it because, you know, something else? Why do you see yourself as things on a checklist? I just don't understand it. It just doesn't... But if that colours the experience that you have in life... But, so what? My experience... Because I'm white, should be that I'm more privileged. Well, no, because I've grew up in one of the roughest areas in yeah, Cornwall. But whiteness isn't the only factor. It's also growing up lower class. Yeah, but this is this is the thing. It's and there like, are people that are going to talk, be talking about that as well. Yeah, I know there is. Going and to that's be a big part of Kendrick's thing. It's not just about growing up black. It's also growing up in these areas with no funding, no money, drug problems. But then. Tell him to come on a train to Cornwall and you can see how bad it really yeah, is. Yeah, by all means. So, you know, if you were to, say, have a convers- make the conversation be about growing up in an area that feels unsafe... But I feel like people would be saying, oh, it's not as bad because you're white. But they'd maybe also say, yeah, but you are a woman, so that might make it worse. Well, why? What's a woman got to do with it? I don't know. A woman is not anything to do with my... Situation growing up in a rough no, place. No, you were using examples of things that people could say. Yeah, I know, but it's just—it's just I just don't understand it. It's just things. Are you? Are you come from a low-income family? Yeah, you—you you woman, you black, you white, you gay, you straight, you alien. But these are things that do colour people's experiences. They are, but so and does should, everything. And people talk about things that colour their so experiences. So does whether you're left or right-handed. So does someone if they got six toes, but it doesn't mean they're writing a fucking album about it. When's the last time you heard someone writing an album about their six toes, eh? I mean, people write about what happens in I their life. I understand, they write it from their own experiences. And if but it's something's just... had a significant effect on the type of life you've had, then you're going to write about it. But Kendrick's experience is just an experience but that I don't, don't understand. you don't have to understand something to... Then I don't enjoy it because I can't relate to it. But if you could we relate to it, would you enjoy it? it? I don't. I don't know. Like I enjoy Eminem's music, talking about low-income family, you know, rough place in Detroit. But I, I don't know why I but enjoy that more. That's not what about. That's not what recovery's about. And you don't like his uh, Eminem's early work. Mm, I used to enjoy it. Yeah, but the one out, the Eminem, your Eminem album, the main Eminem one, and that isn't what that album. That album is just legit tunes. But I'm saying, all I'm saying is I don't like him. Okay, well, do you think he's deserving of his place being considered as a top ten? Well, we'll talk about that in the next part. Cool. Well, when we get to the next bit, I also want to talk about my initiative, Brown Boys Club. So while we were taking a break, we kind of discussed, I don't want anyone to think that Molly's a racist, because she isn't. I'm not racist. I just don't care about important issues, I guess, that I probably should care about. 
It's not like Kendrick's music annoys me because it focuses on the black experience. It's just an issue that I just... I just don't... There's no connection for me for it, and I just don't... It's the same with global warming. If someone was singing about climate change, I literally would not give a fuck. I do not believe in climate change. Not saying that I don't believe in police brutality. I'm digging myself into a deeper hole. Yeah. But I'm just saying... (laughs) I'm I'm not a racist. I just... I enjoy simple things in life. The main thing in my life... I live a simple life. You know... We're a mixed race couple. Yeah. And it's not that I... I don't know. I've grown up in an area of Cornwall where you don't see any black people. So the black experience is quite divorced from you. Yeah, it just is something that I've never been around until until really we moved up to Brighton where probably the first time I saw like loads of Asian people as well. Yeah. It's not that... Like, I understand... And, like, I've listened to music about police brutality in America when Kevin Devine released a song about Freddie Gray, I think it was. About five, six years ago, I think it was. Ages ago. Yeah. And that one really upset me. And I could watch a film about the black experience. Like, we watched one about a guy who was wrongly accused in prison and then he came out of prison... Which one was that? The one where he was a really short guy. Oh, yeah. And then he... Yeah, the Rikers Island kid. The Rikers Island kid came out of prison and then he killed himself. Yeah. And, like, I was really... up. I was literally really upset about that. So the crux of you not enjoying Kendrick isn't that you don't care about his message or that you think his message it's, isn't worth saying. It's that, in my life, the music... I don't want to listen to music all the time that makes me feel sad. I don't listen... I li- I, like I said, I like Told Slant, but I don't listen to Told Slant regularly. I listen to Lizzo, which is the, probably the most upbeat music you can listen to. Yeah. I listen to, to you know, Miley Cyrus, that one out Miley Cyrus album, which is upbeat. I listen to the Kesha album, which there is a sad song on there, but it's pretty much upbeat. Like, I don't like listening to sad music. Unless I want to feel something. And that music would not make me feel something that I would want to feel. It would not make me feel sad. It would make me feel angry. And I don't like feeling angry more than I do in a day-to-day basis when I'm pissed off at work. It's not that I don't understand... Like, I understand the Black Lives Matter movement. I feel like it is selfish me saying, Oh, you know, white lives matter too. But I feel like sometimes we're so sparse on certain issues. We're focused on one thing that only affects us or one one issue that the whole umbrella of issues goes unnoticed because we're focused on one issue. That's fair enough. And I think that's what annoys me about Kendrick is I feel like although it's good to bring public... Like, it's good to bring... Attention. attention to a certain issue by bringing attention to that certain issue you're losing other important issues along the way and I feel like or that's losing the idea that it's not the only issue yeah like it annoys me that and I, and I think it's probably just me being in a bit of a I don't know I don't want to like Kendrick Lamar 
and it's probably me not wanting to like Kendrick Lamar where I just link Kendrick Lamar with Black Lives Matter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think Kendrick, he's talented. And, like, some of it does remind me of Kanye's music, like the beats and stuff. Yeah. But there's something about his voice, especially when he goes into different kind of... The different registers. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Danny Brown. And Danny Brown's one where I just... There's nothing there. We'll do an episode about Danny Brown at some point. But you know, we've listened to Danny Brown in the past, and it's not... I I think I could turn you around I don't think anything could turn me on that music. Once you realise that there's more to Danny Brown than just the unusual voice. No. But also, Kendrick is in a crowd of, like, kind of music and, like, influence that I don't really want to be associated with. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Like, the thinking man's hip-hop. I don't really want to be in the thinking man's hip-hop. I want to be in the cool man's hip-hop. I want to be... Who's the cool man's hip-hop? Kanye. Anyone else? Just Kanye. Kanye and maybe... Dram. Yeah. But he's, Do you know what I mean? Dram at this point is... Pop musician, I Yeah, guess. he's almost a soul musician at this but point. But you know what I mean? Like, I want to be fun. You fun music. the party is. Or like a bit, yeah, a bit jokey. Where's that, like... You don't, you don't like serious hip-hop? I don't like serious music in general. Yeah. Really? I mean, you do listen to some serious artists. Manchester Orchestra. Yeah, but I... I don't... They don't necessarily have a sense of humour to their music. No, but I don't necessarily listen... I kind of listen to it for the noises. I guess. It's hard not to come at an issue from a different angle and not be seen as someone who's got a problem with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, me coming at Kendrick's music from the opinion of I don't want to hear about Black Lives Matter more than I need to kind of makes me seem racist but it's only because you know this this is the thing in my everyday life you've, I apo- do- you've apologized a lot more than you i know i, I know i have i know i have but it upsets me that i might be portraying myself in the wrong way okay like in in my everyday life i don't i don't follow the news because it's too fucking depressing i literally you know what I'm like. I don't like to focus on negative things. Yeah. I don't like to fill my life with negative things. If people are in a bad mood, I don't care for it. I don't want to... I like I like gossiping, but I don't want to get involved in the drama if it's going to get me in trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like the other day, my friend goes... My friend says, oh, you know, I passed my driving test. And I say, about time... Not even as a mean thing to be like, about time you fucking pass your driving test, you've only been doing it five times. Who was this? I'll bleed the name out. <laughs> okay. She's only done it fucking five times. Or something like that. But I was, it wasn't as, oh, about time. It was a, it was like, oh, you know, it's about time something good happened to you. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, well, thanks. I was like, no, it's about time you've had some good news. All I've been hearing is, bad news all the time it's nice to hear good news yeah this is what i'm saying i like to hear good news i don't want to hear is the words are the words we're gonna be all right are they not is that not good news to hear that not really though because i don't see myself as not being all right yeah 
the, this is the thing. I see, I see everyone as being all right. You know I say, I say all right to literally everything. I literally at work, I say all right. And someone says, yeah, you, I go, all right. It's just a thing. Oh, Molly, you're going for your work, all right. It's just everything to me is all right. It doesn't even... I, I could literally be on my deathbed and I'd be saying, how are you, all right? You know, it's just a word to me that every day I say, I'm always all right. Yeah. I can be fucking crying and I'll be all right. You know, I'm all right. They are all right. You don't... It's not we're going to be all right. It's you are all right. You all right? You know? That's entirely not the point. But let's move on from... You know, though. Let's move on from this. The central point of my thing was, does Kendrick deserve to be considered as a top ten? Like, I think the, I think the skills there... Yeah, the lyricism. Eh, I don't know though, because nothing stuck with me. You know, when you just listen to something and nothing just sticks. Yeah, what about just the whole how compelling the narratives were? On it Man didn't City? stick though. Nothing stuck to me. Yeah. I was listening to it, but it just wasn't. It wasn't gelling with me. Like I'm sure I if know. you read into the lyrics more, you'd maybe see that maybe he if I listened to it a few times. Who else? It was like Arcade Fire. Do you remember when we listened to Arcade Fire and I said, I literally can't remember anything Arcade Fire yeah. sung about. That's how I feel. Only thing I remember is the first song was quite good. Is Kendrick special? Um, I think he's taking things that make other people special. and Like, some of the beats and stuff sound like they just come off a Kanye album. Like, I feel like... Even if he isn't doing something special, he's doing something real good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not to your taste. It's just not to my taste. And the thing is, with rap, I don't really like rap. Yeah. As a rule, rap isn't what I enjoy. What rappers do you like? I don't really like any. You like Kanye I like Kanye. You like I like that one Eminem album. I like a few Run the Jewel songs. You like I the like... idea of MF Doom? Yeah, but I don't think I could ever listen to it. Um, that's literally it. Yeah. So you are kind of coming at it not from the perspective of a rap fan. No, just hip-hop in general, I don't really... But can you understand why, to a fan of rap music, Kendrick is a special artist? Yeah, I can see, like... And how he is... It just feels like, even if I can admit it's good music, just because I know you'll hold it against me for my rap life, I feel like... It's the best, it's doing whatever it's doing at the best of its ability. You know what I'm saying? So, to cycle back round. You know, like Mason Ramsey, okay? We've got Mason Ramsey here, boys. we got Twang. we got, what's the other song? Famous. Famous in Love. See. It's just called Famous, isn't it? No, I think it's Famous in Love. Okay. we got a guy. Maybe they're not good. But he's doing them the best he can do them. <laughs> yeah, because he's 12. Yeah, because he's 12. But he's doing them, like, good. And they sound like a country song. Yeah, because they've been written by people, professional but country they're, songwriters. But they're the best they're going to be from him. Yeah. The best. You see what I'm saying? Kendrick is doing the best, this thing that he's good at, the best he can do. Contemporary hip-hop, the best. Maybe not. I won't push it that far, fam. I'd say he's pretty good. So, is he deserving of being considered? He's not deserving of being the GOAT. 
but is he considered out the contemporary rappers? He's pretty good for a contemporary to be allowed rapper. In the top ten. I would say he's in the top ten. Cool, that's all I really wanted to hear you say. I just I don't understand it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna diss it for being what it is. You know what I mean? Like Mason Ramsey. You know, people don't understand, but they're not gonna kick it. Um, there's a there's a debate we've been having between episodes. Um, a lot of episodes, it feels like there's a winner and a loser. And in my opinion, the winner, winner, chicken dinner, is always your fave M Dog. Have you been the winner of this episode? I've been the winner of this episode because you've I've got because I've admitted that I'm not a racist. I've gotten you to concede that he does deserve to be a top ten rapper. But you haven't got that me to like it. That kind of feels like a victory. Yeah, no, but your victory would be getting me to like it. No, I think... At this point, it's the, been a debate podcast, for almost four years between the us. The podcast isn't, I'm going to make you like this. It's, at the very least, getting each other to acknowledge that, although we don't like it, it's worth liking. And I think in that regard, we've just got time um, to talk about my new... <laughs> my new ethno-political movement, which I'm calling Brown Boys Pride. The reason behind Brown Boys Pride is this. Okay, um, so as previously mentioned, I am mixed race. My mother is black, my father is white. If I was the Prime Minister of England, would I be considered the first black Prime Minister? No. You'd be mixed no, race. I probably wouldn't, yeah. So why then is... Barack Obama considered the first black president. He's not, though. Well, how often have you heard he's Barack the first, Obama the he's first, the first, first black president? No, he's first non-white. How often have you heard Barack Obama the first black president? I don't know. A lot. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm saying. So basically, Seb is allowed to use the N-word because he's pretty much halfway there. And also... But I am not allowed to use any words that are not politically correct i can't even call people brown yeah no that's my point is i'm saying brown is our word now you can't have it but could you before call people brown or would that still be racist i mean it would be probably on the uncomfortable side it's of racist it's racist. very racist yeah that's a really Do you want me to bleep you bleep you saying that out yeah it's got very deep connotations ah so basically don't try and call Seb a brown boy. That's my Don't word even now. call him. Oh, I was going to say something really racist then. You can and I'll bleep it if you want. No. It, that was actually one of the worst things. I don't know Do you why. Want to whisper it to me? No, because it's actually really bad. Why? I'm pretty sure. Cut this whole this bit. I don't know. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, my point yeah, is. told me it. Well, yeah, but we know that is a racist. We're going to bleep his name as well, I guess. Yeah. We don't want to out a racist. Um, um, my point being is that you don't see representation of mixed-race people. You don't see people who are either classed as being white or black, and if they're tanned, they're thrown in the pile of white people. And I don't think that's right, and I think that I'd like to have my own identity that doesn't have to be in the middle of two other identities. It can be its own thing. Yeah. But, like, even me, I, I to this day, ask Seb questions about certain things. Like, the other day I asked him 
if me and him had a kid, could our kid come out and be like dark skinned black? I don't know the answer for sure for that, but I don't think that's how it works. But this is what I mean. I do, you don't. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know whether it's just because of where I've grown up. I don't know the. I don't know. I didn't even know. What What did I not know when we first met? I didn't even know you could be in the different. I didn't know you could be a mixture of a white person and a black what person. Would you assume I would thought happen? you'd either come out white or black. And then I thought the people who who are like half ta- who are like tanned must be Indians because I remember when I met you I was like you're an Indian. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? But you wouldn't know this. And see, this is, I think, something that needs to be changed. I think I just want representation for people that are like me, and I want people to acknowledge that Barack Obama is like me, and so is Drake. We've derailed this podcast a lot. Um, I'm a Basic, big fan of Kendrick bas- Lamar. Basically, Seb can call himself a brown boy, but you can't, unless you are a brown boy. Yeah, if you're brown but not mixed race, you get a pass, you're allowed to say the word, but you, you, know. Know, you can't identify as being... The same thing. It's Seb's new political movement. Yeah. See him stepping into office next year. It's entirely he's taking. He's taking Margaret Thatcher's job. I'm doing it to wind he's up gone. white people. He's gone. Nigel Farage, he's gone. It's Seb, Seb's the new leader for BMP party. I just want to see Nigel <laughs> a bit flustered. <laughs> I flustered a few people at work today. It was a good time. Basically, what we're saying is Seb likes Kendrick Lamar. M Dog thinks he's okay. She's not going to be raving about him. She's not going to be giving him five star reviews on Spotify. But he's alright. I wonder what we'll discuss on next week's podcast. Do you have any ideas? Of question time with Seven <laughs> Do you have any ideas for the next episode? Not really. So we'll come back to it. I'll give, put my thinking cap on, put my bold cap on as well, so I can get even closer to nature. And we'll take it back from the top. Chow down on the chow down. Seb and Molly, catching you later. Safi and Laurie still Those opening and closing theme songs, Bicycle Weather and Even Pinker, were performed by Pickle Darling. Check out the new album Bigness, available now on Z-Tips Records. You also heard an extract from the song Modern Man by Kendrick Lamar from the album To Pimp a Butterfly. <laughs>